What's good, Ohio? I'm your host, James Hayes, and this is the What's Good Ohio podcast, where we talk to the activists, organizers, visionaries, and good troublemakers coming together to make our state better for everyone. No exceptions. It's a new year and a new season of What's Good Ohio, but I'm still joined by Sarah Rodenberg from Policy Matters Ohio. It's been a minute. What's good, Sarah? Hello, James. It is so good to be back for season two. It's finally sunny today, so that is exciting. We've had about a week of gray. We're filming this on February 1st, so it's nice to see a little bit of sun. I agree with that. I agree with that. How have you been? How was your like holidays, New Year? How, how have you been since I since I was since we last heard from you? The one thing I have realized of being a podcast host is that my life is so dramatically boring. I never have anything to relate back. <laughs> I didn't go back to with my family for Christmas. I'm not a big holiday person, so mostly just a lot of reading and playing video games and hanging out with my cat. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but I'm sure you had a lot more going on. You got little ones running around and all that good stuff. That's true. As a bunch of video games, my son is is really into Kirby. And so we, we've, been, we've been playing that a lot, which is uh, probably should not have introduced that to him. But, you know, you live and you learn. But yeah, no, we had, we had a great holidays. He is three and a half. So he was Felix uh, is his name and he was able to really kind of grasp the concept of Santa Claus this year, which uh, was fun to to see. And um, yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And the Cavs, you know, I'm a big Cavs fan. The Cavs are doing really well. We had a big win against the, the Clippers last weekend. So things are going well in my world, in my little corner of the world. Um, <laughs> and uh, excited for season two of What's Good Ohio. And today we're going to be talking about redistricting and gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is when politicians and lobbyists manipulate voting districts to protect their interests and guarantee their reelection. Right now, Ohio is one of the most gerrymandered states in the country. You know, over the last decade, the right wing has pushed an extremist agenda to curtail voting rights, take away reproductive freedom, attack the queer and trans community, exploit Ohio's natural resources and public lands, privatize public education, and all that has been enabled by the supermajority Republicans enjoy in the legislature. We'll get more into the history of why that is in a bit, but just know that even today, Ohio's operating under maps deemed unconstitutional by the Ohio Supreme Court. The activists are working on a solution to ensure fair maps once and for all. The Citizens Not Politicians Amendment would ban lobbyists and politicians from the redistricting process and instead empower voters to choose their politicians. Right now, volunteers are in your communities collecting signatures to get the Citizens Not Politicians Amendment on the ballot this November. If you've ever been at a voting rights or redistricting rally at the State House, you've probably been led in chance by the one and only Mia Lewis. A fearless activist, Mia Lewis is the Associate Director at Common Cause Ohio and is part of the Fair Districts Coalition and the Citizens Not Politicians campaign. Welcome, Mia. Hello. Thank you so much. It's I'm excited so to, to be here. You. We're excited to have you. Uh, so good to be talking with you, Mia. You know, I, I first—I think I first got to know you back in like 2018 uh, when you joined the Common Cause team, helping to coordinate teams across the country or across the state, pushing for a yes vote on the anti-gerrymandering issue one back in 2018. I was wondering if you could tell us just a little about how you got into this work. What brought you uh, into this fight? Yeah. Um, well, 
I actually only moved to Ohio in 2011, and I did. I was a kind of a neighborhood team leader for Obama re-election um, in 2012. But my, I was doing kind of freelance work, so I had I had some time, you know, to do some volunteering. And I think a lot of people after the 2016 election were um, really really shaken up about our democracy and really wanting to do something to strengthen our democracy and the fair districts equals fair elections campaign that was like the redistricting campaign that was going on in 2017 and 2018 that felt like a really good place to put some energy and you know to to bolster our system to make our system stronger to make it fairer to put guardrails on so that politicians couldn't cheat essentially. And so I was doing a lot of volunteering um, for that campaign. And then eventually I just joined and came on board and started working for Common Cause to try to pass that ballot initiative. Awesome. Can you give us a quick overview of how we got to this point in the state where we need to have a citizens, not politicians amendment? Yes, for sure. So we actually have been fighting for really good redistricting reform for decades in Ohio. There have been multiple um, attempts, you know, 20, all the way back into the 80s, actually, but 2005, 2012. Finally, in 2015 and 2018, there were two successful amendments that were added to the Constitution to deal with both congressional and legislative redistricting. Unfortunately, those were essentially um, compromises. Having failed a couple of times before trying to do a citizens uh, redistricting commission, this was a compromise which included politicians, elected officials as the ones who were drawing the maps. And that was really all that was possible to get at the time. So we put that in and there really were some good new rules in those amendments that should have made a difference. Unfortunately, the politicians in charge simply refused to follow the rules. They simply refused to accept that they had to draw fair maps and they were incapable of drawing maps that abided by the rules of the Constitution. That's why those maps were struck down multiple times by the Ohio Supreme Court. The congressional map was struck down twice. The Ohio House and Senate maps were struck down five times. And then they just ran out the clock and they did all kinds of other things to ensure that they were able to keep the districts that they wanted. So essentially, we tried really hard. We did the best we could. We got new laws in the books, but those laws left the process in the hands of the politicians. And so now we've realized we can't do that. The only way to get fair districts is to completely remove politicians from the process. Yeah, that sounds like the right move, without a doubt. You know, it's earlier when I was uh, buying my podcast mic for season two, I, we had to upgrade the sound. Uh, heard heard that feedback. I was checking out, and the 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 young man who was uh, I feel I feel old saying that the the young man who was um, checking me out, he uh, he asked what I did, and I, you know I, I tried. I was telling him I work at Ohio Voice. You know, I was like, well, we have this podcast. What's good, Ohio? You should check it out. Yet, yeah. and. Um, I told him that we were going to be having an episode coming up about redistricting and asked him if he knew what that was. And he said, no. And I found myself, how am I going to explain this uh, issue to you? And I think I did my best, you know, in the, in the, the short, short amount of time we had in that, that interaction. But I was just wondering, you know, it's such an important issue, but sometimes it's difficult to, to talk about and explain to people. So I was wondering, how, did, how would you explain gerrymandering if you were, you know, talking to somebody who's never heard about it, you know, if you were explaining it to a child, a five-year-old even, how would you describe this amendment? 
So you were talking about Santa Claus earlier and how Felix understood, you know, this was his first year to really kind of get what was going on with Santa Claus. And I was thinking about this, you know, you guys asked me like, how would you explain this to a five-year-old? And I was thinking, what if, you know, the parents put a whole bunch of presents under the Christmas tree and there's a, a little girl and a little boy and the, the older brother decides he's going to take he's going to divide up the presents and he's going to take all the presents and he's going to give one little one to his sister. That's basically gerrymandering. It's the politicians, the ones who have something to benefit, dividing up the spoils instead of somebody else making the decision, you know, instead of the parents saying, okay, this is the fair way to divide these presents. It's just the, the little boy just saying, I want all of these and you can have that one that I don't want. So that's kind of one way of explaining it. There's a cartoon that's pretty good too that has two kids sitting at a table that's covered with treats, candy, chocolates, cupcakes, all kinds of good things. And there's a, a little black girl and a little white boy and the white boy has a crayon and he's drawn a crayon around everything in the table except two things. And he's going to give those two things to the little girl across from him, but he's going to keep everything else for himself. And so that's what it is. It's when the people who have something to gain have the power to draw the lines to benefit themselves. Instead of a disinterested party drawing the lines in a fair way that benefits voters. And that's what we're trying to do. That's why we keep saying citizens, not politicians. We're trying to take the power to draw the lines away from the people who benefit from it. And they can't help themselves. If you're in a position of power, it's really hard not to give yourself, not to use that power to give yourself an edge. You know, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or whatever, you're going to use that power to give yourself an edge, to give your friends an edge, to give your team an edge, you know. And so take it away from the people who have something to benefit and give it to a disinterested party who's going to do it in a way that will benefit the voters and the state as a whole. Hard to believe that anyone could argue with that. And the fact that we've been doing this for, you said the 80s, like, that just hurts my little brain. But a broad coalition of organizations supports this amendment, as well as 67 prominent business leaders across the state, such as Jenny Britton from Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams. Uh, why do you think gerrymandering is such a unifying issue? Like we aren't typically going to see, you know, the citizens and business owners on the same side. Yes. Well, honestly, I can give you a super straightforward and honest answer to that, which is that gerrymandering hurts everybody. It really does. If you are a far right voter, if you are a far left voter, if you're in the middle, gerrymandering hurts everybody because what it does um the problem with gerrymandering, well, there are many problems, but one of the problems is that you end up with these districts that are a foregone conclusion as to who's going to win. You know, this district is drawn with such a huge percentage of Democrats or such a huge percentage of Republicans that you know in November that they're going to win. So what that means is the primary is the only election that really matters. And in order to win the primary, folks get more and more extreme. So, you know, you're, you're not really trying to win over everyone. You're trying to win over just the most extreme members of your party. So then you end up electing these really extreme politicians who whose seats are essentially guaranteed because they're guaranteed to win in November. They don't have to listen to voters. They don't have to listen to the, their voters. 
in their party. They don't have to listen to the voters and the other party. So it it and it makes for dysfunctional politics when you have politicians who are really just trying to um, wave a flag to the most extreme members of their party. And they're not really trying to solve problems and, and move the state forward or look at the problems and issues and come up with solutions. Then you end up with, you know, ridiculous things that end up hurting businesses. They hurt this whole state. I mean, I could start listing the kinds of legislation, the kinds of proposals that have gone through the legislature this year. Last year, we've got somebody saying, let's just abolish income tax. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. This is the kind of thing you get with extreme politicians who aren't beholden to the majority of their voters. And that hurts everybody. And, you know, it is also true that Democrats, as well as Republicans, given the opportunity, will draw lines to benefit themselves. It's just a fact. That is the bad side of gerrymandering. Why are so many people um, attracted to the effort to fix it? Because lots of people, believe it or not, actually care about improving our democracy, not tearing it down. You know, our democracy is not perfect by any means, but, you know, tearing it down and having just a supermajority of folks that are really out of touch with what's going on in the state, um, that is not a solution. So improving our democracy and making it better and making it more representative of the actual people in the state, that is actually something that a lot of people care about and are willing to put some time into. People are attracted to um, improving things for everyone, believe it or not. Not everybody, but some people are. As no, James that was, that, said at the beginning, right? He said who were, you know, who, people who are trying to make the state better for everybody, no exceptions. Yeah, no, that's right. And and yeah, and the, and the extremism we've seen over the last decade, so many different fronts, as we, you know, so many that we've been in, under attack on the voting rights front, um, the reproductive rights front, you know, the envir environmental, uh, you know, the environment has been under attack. We've seen so much corruption in our state house with the House Bill 6 scandal. It's been unchecked, just complete unchecked power at, at the state house, and and we've been we've begun seeing you know the the real pushback you know with the 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 two big elections last year as it's clear Ohioans are fed up how extreme things are you know and most recently with the the anti trans youth bill that was pushed through with a you know and they're the only way that they were able to veto the or override the governor's veto is because of gerrymandering um, and Absolutely. you know so I. I like all, all these things are going to ultimately hurt our state, are going to cause people to leave our state, um, you know, are going to cause less investment to come in. And so, yeah, there's a there's clearly a vested interest on all sides and having some sanity. And yeah, it, it's it's really an existential sort of battle. And I'd just like to comment, um, you know, you mentioned last year's big elections. So it's really interesting. You have this basically a. a folks in the state house who wouldn't be there if it wasn't for gerrymandering. They're there on illegal maps. Uh, they're not representing us. And, you know, and yet they're worried that we might be able to actually achieve something by going around them. Ohio is one of 24 states that have the ability to for citizens to collect signatures and put things on the ballot and essentially go around the state house when the state house is not responsive to them and doesn't really represent them. So we had this battle last year in August where they were trying to take that 
ability away from us. They were trying to take away our ability to go around them um, by making, by putting up impossible hurdles so that we would never be able to get anything on the ballot again. And we rejected that, you know, Ohioans rejected that. And then they went in November and they said, guess what? We have a ballot initiative. We have two ballot initiatives and we're going to, we got them on the ballot and we're going to vote for them. And both of those issues passed. And so I think it's really significant that this year we're continuing with that. We're continuing to say we have the right to direct democracy. We have the right to go around the legislature when it's not really working for us, when it's really extreme, when it's just doing all this these ridiculous things that don't solve problems in Ohio. And we're going to put things on the ballot that actually try to improve things. And a really important one is this anti-gerrymandering bill, because it will not only improve things for Ohioans, but it'll make the system fairer so that it gets better in the future. Also worth noting that the same people that put on that special election in August passed a bill in January of the same year ending special elections. That is just, that's the one that gets me. (laughs) Cherry on top. Yeah. The shit cake. The maps people have voted on are been deemed unconstitutional. So this really is a fight to protect the democracy that we have, um, which Mm -hmm. has already been under deep, deep attack. And the, you know, these maps are unconstitutional. You could argue we don't really have a democracy uh, right now. And this is a fight, an existential fight to restore what has been taken and along the pathway to to really improving and 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 making this you know democracy a place where all Ohioans really have equal representation uh, at all levels and so yeah no it's 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 a it's a huge fight former Ohio Supreme Court Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor is a key spokesperson for this amendment uh, championing the idea of an independent commission. Chief Justice O'Connor was, who's a Republican, was the chief on the Supreme Court who ruled that the court's three Democrats to strike down the maps that had been put forward in 2020, showing that this is truly a nonpartisan issue. What does it mean to see uh, leaders like uh, Chief Justice O'Connor supporting this issue? And what does it mean that your staunchest opponents are um, extremist politicians that benefit from and are protected by the practice of gerrymandering? Well, It's great to have people from all sides of the political spectrum um, backing this amendment. Obviously, people who have had power taken away from them by gerrymandering are interested in this. And that, you know, as I said, gerrymandering is done by anybody who has who's in power and who's able to do it. In Ohio's case, our supermajority is Republicans, and they've been able to use gerrymandering to um, disproportionately increase the number of seats that they have. But again, gerrymandering is done by everybody. So it's natural that the people who have been kind of discriminated against by the current maps are eager to change the system. But anybody who wants to see fair rules in place for the future is going to back this amendment. So people who believe in equal representation, people who believe in our government being functional as opposed to dysfunctional, they're going to back this amendment. The people, our staunchest opponents, the people who are in power because of gerrymandering, well, hell, of course they're going to say there's not a problem. You know, of course they will. You know, they're benefiting from it. They, they're they the ones that have drawn the crooked maps. Of course they're going to say the maps are fine. Of course they're going to say that, you know, we're just a bunch of extremists or whatever. That's, you know, what else would they say in order to protect their privilege and their, you know, crooked maps and their system that um, is 
that doesn't work, that doesn't, if it's supposed to create equal representation and fair representation, it doesn't work because it ends up with, you know, skewed maps. So I'm not really concerned about our opponents. I wouldn't expect them to say anything else. I just really want to make sure that, that people understand that no matter where you are, no matter what party you think of yourself as belonging to, no, no matter what your politics are, you need to have functional government and you need to have um, maps that represent the people in the state. Otherwise, you can't really move forward. You can't make any progress. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited that former Chief Justice O'Connor is leading the charge. And I think any reasonable person would see that we have a problem that needs to be fixed. I also want to say that we're lucky in Ohio because we are not the first state to try to create a citizens redistricting commission. There are several other states that have already done this, California, Arizona, Colorado, Michigan, our neighbor, a couple of others. And we have learned from their mistakes. We've learned all the kind of little ins and outs of the best way to make a commission. We also have learned from the past couple of years of a chaos and bad faith behavior. And so folks have had an opportunity to write a very complete and thorough amendment that um, works really hard to address the problems that might come up. It's very fair in the way that the commissioners are chosen. It's very, it's very, it's a, requires a transparent process where the public can see everything that's happening as it goes along. It has all kinds of stop gaps and it's very secure and complete and thorough. And so I just want people to know that a lot of effort has gone into making a good amendment um, that will deal with some of the issues that have come up in the past few years. I think that's pretty much it for all of our questions. You have been just on point with each of these. Um, how can people support and get involved with Citizens Not Politicians? Yes. Well, you know, we need 700, 800,000 signatures. We need a lot of signatures, folks. So we really do need every single person to be out with a clipboard um, uh, collecting signatures. And so I would highly recommend that you sign up to volunteer. I have a little bit.ly link I can give you. It's bit.ly forward slash districts. So this is all lowercase V-O-L fair districts. So bit.ly forward slash districts, or just reach out, you know, to Ohio Voice, Common Cause, Fair Districts, reach out to any of the orgs um, and we'll put you in touch. And I, I just also want to say, you know, definitely sign the petition, you know, look out for folks that are out with their clipboards that um, are asking you to sign, but also get involved and volunteer, even if you haven't done it before. Sometimes I feel like there's, um, there's kind of a group of people who everybody knows they're going to pitch in no matter what. Everyone knows they're going to be out with their clipboards. They're going to be registering voters, getting signatures, doing that. But we need other people. And, and everyone thanks you. You know, whenever you're out there with your clipboard, everyone says, thank you so much for what you're doing. And I love that. And I love being appreciated. And I say, oh, no, thank you. This, this is great. But 
if you really want to thank us and you really like what we're doing, come and join us. Come and join us. Get a clipboard, come out, or even just stand with a sign. Be a part of it because it's really important. It's really meaningful. And it's all about democracy and saving our democracy and shoring up our democracy. And it's a way of participating in our democracy that's that's really meaningful. And we will be sure to include that link as well in the show, show notes. So any listeners that are looking for that link, it will be easily available to you. <laughs> yes. Thanks so much, Mia, for coming on and uh, dropping so many gems, so many jewels for us so to take good. away from this conversation. And um, I know the the, the deadline for turning signatures in is July 3rd. And like you said, it's it's a Herculean task. Uh, we need all hands on deck. So if you're listening to this, please take me up on our offer to get involved, to get a clipboard, um, to go out there and make sure that your friends and your family, your your classmates, people that you go to church with, you know, uh, make sure they know what's going on. Make sure they understand how important this fight is and 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 what, what it could mean on so many different fronts. We've been under such a vicious uh, series of attacks over the last 10 years. And this is really an opportunity to stop those and to, to turn to a, a new chapter for the state. So thank you so much for Mia for, for being with us and for the work you've been doing for years, being on the front lines of this fight. I, I know we will we'll be seeing you soon and good luck uh, as, you, as you carry forward with the, uh, the campaign. Thank you so much. I appreciate it and same back to you guys. As always, visit whatsgoodohio.com for show notes and links and subscribe to What's Good Ohio wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next time to keep talking about what's good here in Ohio.